Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. In the red corner! <laughs> my wife, Kathy! Let's get ready to Rocky! We love Rocky movies on the cinema. Yeah. Um, and we By the love way, this is the cinema. Movies. The podcast where we walk home from the movies. <laughs> should say that. Uh, and uh, we're pumped! Yes, we love... We, God, God, I love this franchise. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like this one snuck up on us. I didn't even yeah, know what was happening. And then neither. I saw a poster and I couldn't be happier. I was like, is that out? That's out? <laughs> and here we are. That's happening? We, um, we, went, for, we went for a few... We're, we're, um, we went for a few drinks beforehand just because you have to... Um, I mean, this is, this is a big night for us. We, had a mon- we did a montage. Yeah. We did a drinks montage. Uh-huh. Um, and we've been training and uh, now yeah, like, we're excited got my mom into babysit like you know we're prepared for this movie yeah. we're ready to witness it this we've is... just been chatting about the Rocky franchise in the pub I still maintain that one of my best cinematic experiences of my whole life was Rocky 6 Rocky Balboa for anyone who knows came back after a very long time and it was the first one I ever saw in the cinema because all previous I'd seen on DVD and um it was just there was an it energy was, it was incredible you know you know you know when you're in the the, the the cinema and there is just it's just electric like like everyone in the cinema that night was like cheering was like gonna fly oh. now everyone was ready for and it and you know everyone's on the same wavelength yeah. as you and I think that happens often in horror movies when you get that wave of scare that happens yeah. you know or and it happens with um yeah, sports movies I think are really well, good because so it's got is... that, that 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 elation and that. Mo- <laughs> and by the way, and that, and I guess that's live sports in general. But, but we that's don't watch what sports. Live sports is. But we only watch sports in movies. Yeah. So this is the ninth movie in the Rocky franchise. We need to say that. Yeah. And the quality, bar Rocky Five, has never really dipped that much. Um, it's a no. Oh, if you think of a franchise, I mean, that is, arguably three is not great. If you think of the, a franchise that has this many movies in it, to be now I'm, I haven't seen nine yet. But yeah, the bar is high. To to put out this level of of quality is quite something. Now Michael B. Jordan to be brought in as Apollo Creed's son was just flash of brilliance. Yeah, he's incredible. That we first Creed movie so is good. excellent. That is not available on this podcast, but we did uh, do a cinema episode on Creed two. two yeah. And then if this scroll back. is actually directed by Michael B. Jordan, so I'm really interested to see what he's like yeah, as a director. This is his debut. I've got huge faith in him, just so Ra- based on everything he's ever done. But uh, so Ryan Coogler yeah. was the director of the the first two, also directed the Black Panther uh, movies. I don't know why he is not coming back I for this third either. one. I don't know. Maybe he's done with it. Uh, maybe or maybe Michael B. Jordan was, was just doing like Black Panther. Maybe Michael B. Jordan's just like, you know what? I'm the titular character. Shot. Let me do it. He's like, put me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. He wants why. to get in the ring. I'm so into it. I can't tell you. Um, we're so excited. We're nearly at cinema now. But um, I mean, what? Yeah. What oh, else is? It? Let's recap. Um, Creed <laughs> two. Like, where did we leave off? Because I don't. I don't think Sly I, is in this, right? I, I, I think he's bowed out. Maybe we'll get a cameo. I truly mean that I, when I say this, I can't remember Creed 2. I just remember that I loved ah, it. Ah, Kathy, it's Ivan Drago and his son. They came back. It was the the, the man that murdered his father. Amazing. In the ring. Yeah, um, very happy. Facing remember, off against his son. I remember that, sorry, no, spoilers for Creed 2. Are you going to spoil the ending of Creed 2? No, no, because I don't remember it. Okay. But the, then it's not a spoiler. Creed 2, he had a baby. He was super cute. And that baby had an upper baby buggy, which at the time we were using a lot. Spoiler. 
because we had a baby at the time. <laughs> All right, so Caddy, Caddy <laughs> has argued in the past that posters can be spoilers. Now you're arguing that product placement is spoilers. Spoiler in a baby. Mm. The baby had spoiler. There's a brand of pram. What to my mind appears. is the best buggy in the world. So I'll never forget that they had that for their baby. Wow. However, I've forgotten the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, um, what's um Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson, yeah, in, in this she's series, yeah, she's great. Anyway, clearly we love the franchise. We can't remember the second last screen. I remember the Rockies more because obviously I've watched the Rockies. <laughs> One to five, a ton of time. The Rockies. Um, and uh, yeah, here we go. Can't wait. Favorite Rocky. Rocky Four. Yeah, correct. What's your favorite? Of Rocky Four. <laughs> Obviously. No, I mean, it's not. It's <laughs> not the best one. There's I no mean, question. The best one is probably the first one, in terms of sort of actual quality of material but the most entertaining one is by far the fourth one. And, th- and that's why the last Why Creed Two was so good because it was such an homage slash sequel yeah. to Rocky Four. And it's oh, all coming back to me now as I think about it. So excited. Love it. Okay. All right. See you oh, do you know side. who else is in this? Who? Uh, Jonathan Majors, who we just saw in uh, the Ant-Man movie. Kang. <gasps> okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's great. So, awesome. So the, yeah, I think this is, a good, uh, this is a good lineup. Yeah. Wow. You know? Amazing month for him. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Okay. He was the best thing about Ant-Man. Right. See ya. Bye. We will side. see you very soon. See you after how many, how many, how many rounds? <laughs> how many... Ten, isn't it? Twelve. I don't know. I will stand here. Sports. Because it's not about how hard you get hit; it's about how much you what's can the best, get hit. What's the best? And, and keep, keep on, on podcasting. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, we have should to go. go watch this yeah. movie. Bye. Bye. Hey, my man, can I help you? Let me get an autograph. Nah, I ain't signing the autographs. But you get off my car. You don't remember me, huh? Damien. How long were you locked up? 18 years, bro. Just got out last week. Glad to have you back out, huh? I know I've been away a long time, but I kept myself in shape. I still got gas in the tank. Come by the gym. Thank you. Curious what happened with you two? I didn't tell you. We was like brothers. I was the best, though. Man, I never got a chance to prove that. That's cute. I know what you're doing, Donnie. You don't owe this to nothing. Damien's fighting the world and he's trying to hurt people. I vouch for you. You think you mad? Try spending half your life in a cell. Watching somebody else live your life. I'm coming for everything. You threatening me? Get up, rock your bum. (laughs) Kathy, uh... Kathy predicted boldly that the ghost of Mickey would appear at one stage. <laughs> During I was movie. ready for it. Spoiler doesn't happen. We've seen um, his ghost before. So uh, before, we, so we've just seen Creed three. Uh, we won't spoil the movie uh, yet until we get to spoiler streets. We'll just give you our general perspectives and thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very tired. Do you know what happened? You know when you you do the pregame drinks and mm-hmm. then. Um, you don't keep it going and you start to start <laughs> sag in your seat a little. I'm quite tired now. Yeah, but you know what um, counteracts that slump? The uh, adrenaline of watching yes. a Rocky movie. And I certainly did get a few adrenaline There's hits There's three here. things you need. Go. For a successful entry into the Rocky Number franchise. Number one. Number one. Montage. No. Oh. Number one. Respect for an extremely personal rivalry. Oh, yes, 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 Number yes, two. Yes, yes. Go. Respect for a training montage. Yeah. Number three, 
respect for the soundtrack. Okay. This film... Do you mean the original soundtrack? Original Rocky music. This film has all of those things. It has all of the ingredients of a Rocky movie. Yeah. And some directorial flair for Michael B. Jordan. Some things we've not seen done in the franchise before. Yeah, I think he did a good job. He did a really good job. Yeah. He actually respects like respects every element of the franchise everything you need to know and like has clearly got a huge love for the franchise I would say yeah. that's completely evident and then he's it feels it upon like, himself it feels like a Rocky movie be a bit creative and uh, I enjoyed that yeah we'll get into that in Spoiler Street um, very cool so you liked it I really liked it and I can't believe that um, is it Jonathan Majors yes how good he so he's it. When we talked about Ant Man, which we reviewed a few weeks ago, we both said he was the best thing in the movie. He's brilliant in it. He's the best thing in this movie too. Like he's unbelievable. He's amazing. Do you know who he reminds me of in this film, actually? And I mean this as a massive compliment who? to both of them. He's so first of all, he's so different in this film than he was in Ant Man, which kind of shows his mad range. He really reminds me of how Barry Keoghan played the character in. Banshees of Inishirin, physically. Yeah, oh, the... the very the, similar physicality. There's a twitchiness, yeah. almost. Like, like, he never... He can't s- stand, he can't stand still. still. Yeah. But also, uh, he, he's a character with a huge amount of empathy for. Yeah. And uh, I think he was phenomenal casting in this film. And, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's... Anyway, that's my top line. I really loved this film. Let's be honest. The, what about the, you? That movie does not work without him. This movie? Yeah. Well, I mean... You take him out or you take, a, a, you take a lesser actor, that movie doesn't work. As in, I'm telling you, I mean, what this, I'm saying is the strength of the, the, the screenplay, the directing, that's, that's all fine. Michael B. Jordan doing a he's brilliant as usual please, performance. Yeah. But with Jonathan Majors, he elevates levels this movie yeah. up. He does. Um, Some could say the movie's punching above its weight I, I, by getting him <laughs> to be in it. Well, here's what I think. I think this is a good movie. I think it's a good uh, entry to the Rocky movie. I agree with the Rocky, whatever, saga, franchise, whatever it is. I agree with you in that it has all the right elements. I think Michael B. Jordan um, has enough respect, is trying to, like, he, do- he, he, he delivers the formula that you want while also kind of trying to put his own stamp on things. Um, he also, he's I, really I, earned his place in it now. Like, I feel like he's a really established character in the franchise. Uh, yes, very much so. But I don't know, it's, it's not a massive slam dunk. That's not the right sport. It's not a massive <laughs> knockout for me. Um, By the way, we remember there was 12 rounds in boxing as we were watching. As, as we were watching. Correction a little bit on our uh, introduction. Um, for me, the first half of this movie is a lot more compelling than the second yeah, half. Yeah, I agree. There's some um, things we need to get into in spoilers. I'll talk about that in spoilers. Yeah. But I think it kind of takes a gear shift halfway through because it has to to make certain things happen mm-hmm. and that gear shift left me feeling um, like I was watching a different film and a less interesting film there's a sort of a uh, we won't talk about the plot too much because you don't need to know too much but it, it involves you know like you said one of the three checkpoints is you know an emotional personal connection and rivalry and that is the thing that f- fuels this movie for the first half in particular that the sort of that this underlying sort of passive aggressive frenemy <laughs> vibes from these two uh, and it really propels the movie and keeps it going forward and then it kind of anyway we'll talk about it in spoiler street but for me it was it's i don't think it's one it's not one of the the best 
Rocky or Creed movies, um, but it is a very solid entry. And I, w- any time Jonathan Majors was on screen, I was like, I was leaning in, like, oh my god, he's yeah, like captivating. Unbel- I, I can't believe I've never seen him in anything, and in the last month now, I've just been completely blown away by him twice. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, so yeah. What else? I mean, Tessa Thompson is good yeah, as always, always, but doesn't good. get a you know whole lot to do. There's there is a lot of, of sweet family patriarchy scenes, in this series, um, and it is very much like Michael B. Jordan's character Creed is very much a I'm the big strong man who never talks about his emotions, and that is actually kind of an uninteresting character in general. But the, I think they flesh him out as much as they can. At the same time, his life's mission is to punch people. So there's only so much they can kind of flesh him out for. But I think Michael B. Jordan, we know, is a very soulful actor. And uh, he he really humanises Creed, I think, who on paper could be a very dull character. I think Michael B. Jordan really brings him to life as well. I just think it's so cool that he's directing this franchise now. And if you think about it, like, he was just in Black Panther. And your man was just in um, Ant-Man. <laughs> And Tessa Thompson was just in four. Yeah. So like they're like they're in two huge different franchises, but this film feels way more soulful. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd say as an actor, this is the film you'd really value having been yeah. in. Um, also, so how about the fucking physicality oh of those my two guys? God. Like you're just looking at them, you're just like they are brutes. They are and like big. I feel like. There, am I imagining it now? And not Dolph Lundgren aside, he was obviously just a tank of a man. But, but like Bal- Rocky was never that muscly, was he? Compared to what these guys are now. I mean, look, you could you could but level the same about just um, sports in general, athleticism in general. Yeah. Looks ath- athletes look different now than they did then. But also the average person. I mean, you look at like the Love Island gym bodies, and you know, there's there's a different sort of. I guess it's like status of what is considered yeah. attractive in modern anyway, day. Anyway, they're just absolutely yeah, phenomenal I, shape. Like watching them fighting, I felt like I was watching. And again, I don't watch real boxing, so I don't know. But it felt like we were watching two like actual world class boxers. It's funny they, they're two quite small men though, or they don't look particularly big. And because when Dre, um, you know, Drago appears very briefly in this movie, the yeah, Drago but I Jr. Think, I don't think and when he comes small. on, you're like, oh my god, I he's don't like, think they're small. He's a giant. He's, Maybe there's a bit of both. They're both six one. They're not small. Drago is a tank, much like Uh, his father. But I wonder. I wonder. Is there a bit of you know? They're they're six one in the movie. The way Tom Cruise is six one in movies. No, come on. Um, You're calling these two men small. They are not. I want to bring up their heights. Well, we brought. We did bring one thing. We did Google immediately upon coming out of this movie. (laughs) Was their ages? Because uh, Kathy and I were had a had a little bet going in. As to the ages of these two actors, because I was saying, oh, this and franchise loves to put old men in the ring. And can Speaking I, can, about let's, Jonathan Majors. And before we answer, I think take a pause and ask yourselves, dear listeners, what age do you think um, Jonathan Majors is? Take a pause, and think about it. And what age do you think Michael B. Jordan is? And well, that one's easier. And then, um, yeah, what age do you think they both are? What do you think the age gap is? Before they answer, because though. an age gap is presented in this movie. Yeah. And then um, I'll tell you. We'll tell you the answer. In Spoiler Street, um, but <laughs> you can or, nice. you, or you can uh, or you can Google. But can I, before we get to Spoiler Street, multiple people make comments about how Michael B. Jordan is an old man in the film, right? Have you seen Rocky Six? 
<laughs> yeah, guys. Guys, that happened in your in universe, guys. You you watched that. You watched that that boxing match happen in real life, yeah, so and like, he stayed the course with a man thirty years younger so than him. Michael B. Jordan is not old in no, any context. No one ever references that. But anyway, to spoiler shoot. Okay, so spoiler shoot. So spoilers now for uh, Jonathan Majors' real life age. Um, so Kathy, I guess he was thirty. Nine, and that Michael B. Jordan was 35. Kathy guessed that Michael B. Jordan was 36, 37, and that Jonathan Majors is 50. Yeah, I thought he was 50. <laughs> He's got the oldest soul and like old eyes. And I was laughed at this. And then when we sat down to the movie and he uh, and he appeared, suddenly I was looking at him and I was like, Kathy might have an edge on me here. <laughs> so I was like, I'm revising, I'm revising it. I think he's 43, 45 tops. Anyway, he's 33 years old. He's younger than Michael but, B. Jordan but also by means, three years. But also means when they filmed this film, he would have been like 31. Yes, exactly. But he does look older. And the but movie... He, he acts older. The mo- but the movie tells you he is much older the than movie Michael implies B. Jordan. he's like at least Maybe three, four years. Three, four, five but years. the other movie we watched him in where he's... Like a scene partner with Michelle Pfeiffer, because I know they de-aged Michelle Pfeiffer, right? But like, this is what I mean about it's not about his looks. It's like he's an old soul. Yes, no, he is. He's he, got eyes that like have lived a thousand years. Yeah, it's exactly right. He he carries, he carried those eighteen years in prison on his he face. He did. He right? felt it. Like oh my god, there was like and in Ant Man. Okay, we won't go into details because we're not going to spoil a different franchise, but like, he's lived a long life in Ant-Man as well. So, I really now need to see him in a film playing a 33-year-old. <laughs> yeah, and he'd be like, no, he's miscast. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, he, I agree with your point that he completely elevates this film, but I think, but that's to Michael B. Jordan's credit and the film's credit that he's in it in the first place. Well, so technically, it's, that's it's not a Ale- Alexa Fogel, the casting director, who, yeah, the casting who, director who, who we were looking at, and we were like, "Hang on, these are all people from The Wire." Yeah, she cast The Wire. Alexa Fogel. Um, but, but anyway, my and point also is, Wood Harris from The Wire, great in this. Yeah, brilliant. Re- get, got a lot to do in this. But I'm saying that like it's not an accident that Michael G- B. Jordan cast it. Like he's the director; he chooses who. Ah, yes. People. No, I yeah. know. And look, look. And techni- a fair play to him because I, as an actor, would not want to be against him because I would be afraid he'd outact but, me. But my, my, my. You know, the point I'm making is that if you take. If you take him out, none of the other elements of this movie are good enough to elevate it to much more than a pretty good sports movie. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like it's no Rocky Four, obviously. It's a bit run of the mill. The um, run of the mill, the what mill? The mill, Kathy. The mill <laughs> where the where their bread is produced, where where the <laughs> a, where the average sports movies are produced. This is a movie that has churned out. A montage where Michael B. Jordan is pulling a plane along. <laughs> to the Rocky music. My favourite thing about that montage was when they're suddenly both looking in the mirror at themselves yeah. and it's cut against each other, which is awesome. But then you realise that for some reason somebody has wheeled the mir- a mirror out from for Adonis Creed <laughs> in the middle of the the um, the runway where he's been pulling his jet. He's like, okay, so <clears throat> today um, Adonis at nine thirty we're going to be pulling a jet, and then uh, sorry, uh, Pete, can you can you? Bring the mirror out <laughs> yeah. to the runway he because needs to look at himself. We don't like. have enough time for him to get back inside to be able to look at himself. He needs to There's look at himself this, immediately two after things pulling this montage that jet. was missing though. What? One, he wasn't drinking eggs. Yes, which is correct. A massive error. We two, all know you cannot become the heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world 
without 12 they eggs even, a day. They even in a glass. implied he might be too light at the weigh in, which they didn't, didn't show us. And then B, he wasn't punching carcasses of animals. Carcasses of meat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, the montage, and I don't know, was it Creed 1 or Creed 2, with Creed running the streets with Rocky? That was one. Was chasing you in the car and all yeah, like yeah. that was I, it was reminding me that that montage had been better however I admired the creativity of this montage particularly by the plane I like that it was we were watching them which we don't all, and often and usually in these movies what I'm not rooting for both of them but this is where this movie confused me a little and I didn't quite know where my alliances lay because I was actually rooting for your man I wasn't really rooting for Creed because what annoyed me about Creed was Okay, you've been the champion, you've retired, you made a whole thing about it. Now he's come back, you kind of let him fight out of your kind of sense of guilt, not thinking he'd actually win. Then he did win. Then you found out because turns out when he was in prison, guys, he this is where it all took gets a group a bit. photo of him and his mates in the prison yard, <laughs> posted it <laughs> yeah. to his old friend. Creed, who has never <laughs> responded to any of his letters. Uh, okay, go on. And like, I just don't know who's taking like the class photos in prison, yeah. printing them, and then getting them ready for postage. And in this moment, then and and so, um, his mom, um, Adonis Creed's mom, is watching the news. Yeah. And she sees that Drago has been injured in a bar fight, and she no, sees. And she sees. No, David, no, this is, pasta. this is how, no, this is how it must have gone down off screen. So she sees. Um, the man that injured him in the bar fight sees his face on the news and is like, I've seen that face before. No, and then but she that's goes not when it happened. She was watching him in the fight. That news footage had been a month prior. That's what made no sense. She let it get to the point where he was in the fight. Oh, yeah. As, basically, what I'm saying is, how did she know? How did she remember that picture? But I don't even think it's that she remembered the picture. It's that she. It's oh, she just the took film, the letters down and the then film stumbled onto it. Michael B. Jordan to find out then, and yeah. not six weeks earlier. But that's when, in fact, the mother would have warned him. Honestly, so that, that was a plot hole. That was the film jumping through absolute yeah, hoops. That was a plot to hole. make him seem like um, a and villain. And the other thing is, it still didn't make me think he was a villain because when he, when um, well, again, what was a little bit confusing now was so he wins the world heavyweight championship, right? And then Michael Through B. Jordan, dirty methods, Michael right? That's what B. Jordan kind of implied. Comes and finds him having like, I guess, a barbecue. And he's suddenly wearing like a leather jacket and he's like a baddie from an 80s movie. And everyone's like, <laughs> trying to like kill <laughs> yeah. Creed. Like that stuff all just made no sense. And then and then Creed's like, Oh, look what you did. And then he goes, I watched you live the life that should have been mine for 18 years. And I thought that was really powerful. Yeah. So taking away the how silly that scene was. It then made me root for him because then why did but Creed go on the news and challenge him to a fight? Creed, like it was like Creed and yeah, Tessa what's his Thompson. Because then Creed's mom dies, and then Creed and Tessa Thompson, she's like, "You do what you gotta do," and it's like, "So sorry, are you telling me that a woman who gave up her own career as a performer because she wants, she's got hearing problems and she wants to like focus on her family life, and her husband's finally given up his outlandishly dangerous career?" Are we to believe that she'd be like, oh yeah, you should go back in the ring. Exactly. When her whole thing for the whole movie is, um, we don't, I don't want our daughter to fight. All you've ever known is just to punch to solve your yeah. problems. Can you please open up and talk to me? Like he didn't even so tell why her he was would in she a group suddenly, And this is my problem. You're exactly right. This is my problem with the second half of the movie is that we have to end the movie with this fight. 
with them fighting. So let's, how do we get there? And then let's work backwards from there. And the steps that they take to get him there aren't believable enough, or the motivation isn't really there, to, to, to give you the emotional impetus for the fight. And also, as you say, you don't quite know who you're rooting for, because I kind of would have been happy with a tie. Oh yeah, you know we I mean? both thought they were both going to go the distance. I actually thought... And that would have been a nice homage to Rocky 1. I, I was more... Rocky 2. So I, I found the actual end um, Rocky, Rocky 1. Rocky 1, yeah, it would have been a nice I actually, homage. I actually found... No, but going the distance, you still have to... Somebody has to win. Like, Apollo Creed wins. Yeah, but I would have rather he go the distance at the end than knock him out. I didn't like the no. I think I think it should have been a tie on points that, because well, that either, can happen. Either in way, we didn't want him to be punched out at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I didn't think that felt earned. Now I think that was the point because Michael B. Jordan or Adonis Creed clearly looks unsatisfied or dissatisfied with his victory, and then they do have that quite nice. That was, I thought a lovely that was a lovely scene. Nice, yeah, nice final scene. I think they've really great chemistry together, the two of them. So I think all that stuff was just a bit murky and we didn't know who we were rooting for. And what I thought yeah. they were going to do, which I would have been much more into, is if, you know the way him, he seemed to understand Tessa Thompson in a way that uh, Michael B. Jordan's not quite paying attention to her. And he was kind of like, oh, you wrote that song. You should be singing that song. And then yeah, I thought he, he was going to go after And he said, I'm coming for you. So yeah. there was some what implication. What did he mean? I did, what did he mean? I'm coming for you. And, all, and everything you've life. got. Yeah, like, and I thought, oh my God, he's going to try it on with his wife. And then nothing happened. And then Michael B. Jordan's like, but that I'm going to challenge him to a fight. It's like, but why? But sorry, exactly. Wouldn't that have been a far more interesting second half if it is Michael B. Jordan, or Adonis Creed and his and and his wife B become further in, like, apart, estranged. estranged. Yeah. And then um, Damien continues to, isn't, but like, this is the problem. Damien halfway through the film just becomes, as you've correctly identified, an 80s leather jacketed villain. <laughs> and it would have been, and he was far more interesting in the first half and in the final scene of the movie where he's a nuanced character. Yeah. And he's not just like calling him out, you a bitch. Uh, yeah, and you're weak. And he's really hard and, life. and I'm like, so, so it's like, it would have been far more interesting to have him deal with the effects of being the heavyweight champion of the world and also trying to kind of subtly take down um, uh, Adonis through, you know, through, you know, uh, getting closer to Tessa <laughs> yeah. Thompson and various other things. Like, that's a more interesting movie, but it has to end in the fight. And this is the problem. And I felt like the second half of the movie felt was trying too hard to be a Rocky movie. We have to do these things. And it kind of suffered the emotional... Uh, stakes kind of suffered. We yeah, because we weren't like it's not like in the last movie where he was fighting Drago's son. So we were like, oh my god, you have to do this for your dad. Like I had such but, a but clear that, motivation and, as a viewer. But to be fair as well, that movie had uh, the backing of you know forty years of um, real world in our world and their world. Um, like history and yeah. stakes that we were all invested in. Yeah. And the, so, the, but whereas this movie had to establish the backstory and but I thought it, it did a good job actually of establishing their history yeah. and the guilt and all of that played into the boxing fight at the end yeah. very well and and you spoke of his sort of directorial flair I did like that touch of suddenly it's just the two of them yeah, in this abstract that, sort right? of dream state the in other the ring. thing so the, the dream state like just the two of them and suddenly like 10 rounds have passed and nobody there but them I think that was new to this franchise and the other thing that I think is new yeah it was interesting it was in the very beginning and then it happened again towards the end was that like massively slow-mo like 
fully slow-mo punch stuff oh, to yes, the side. Yes, and I do, don't think we've ever seen that. It looked amazing. And do you know what I really liked in, in the fight you're referencing at the at the beginning and in, in the Felix versus um Dame was the how they how they 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 had the camera establish sort of a body punching target exposition yeah so it's like you know we kept zooming in on these sort of weak spots like yeah. his ribs or his or his shoulder and i thought that you know that was very well communicated i did as well yeah because uh, i think visually. it's hard to like add flair to you know film this many into a franchise like i think we are really nitpicky on plot and character motivation so but if you took both of our nitpicking about the kind of 20 minute point when it flipped and then they suddenly became uh, enemies quote unquote that aside and like I'll pick a hole in any film as long as I can and I will always add in romantic sex scenes where I can so that hence me wanting him to hook up with Jesse Thompson um, but I, I still really think it's really good oh no it, it is good it yeah. is no, like, no, no, I'm just nitpicking I'm just I'm not nitpicking I'm just saying I'm acknowledging that uh, it it was disappointing in some regards and could have been better but that doesn't mean it. there's, there's nothing bad in this no. movie this Can movie I is good it's solid point out the new direction that we've we've now seen for for Creed yeah. 4 so oh yeah you called of this first thread throughout is the daughter who's very interested in fighting and seems to have a mean right hook yeah and then in the montage I would say first time ever we've seen a woman in a montage fighting him and coaching him yeah so Creed, Creed 4 is going to be his daughter. Four or five, yeah. Probably four is her, him training his daughter and Tessa Thompson not wanting her to... I, like no, that, I think That's four, quite a good emotional... I, I don't think they've done the whole thing now where Creed uh, has retired and come back and won again, right? They just... I mean, I know this franchise yeah, you're right. to eat so that, he, but they he can't, can't really do it fight again. again. I think so, it's going to be a time jump. So, so ten, 10 years and she's yeah. maybe 19? No, no, younger. Yeah? Because... Presumably uh, she needs to be like younger. 19 or I 20. Don't I, don't I don't know what age you would box at because apparently um, Michael B. Jordan's an old man but then Rocky wasn't actually that old <laughs> in the sixth one. And also in the fifth one Rocky was old he could never fight again but then that never mattered. Yeah. And now we're in spoiler street so uh, I cannot, I have to say I cannot quite remember what happened in Creed 2 but why didn't Rocky show up in this movie? I kept waiting for him. I don't know. I don't, th- dead, I don't think he? he died. I don't even can't it's remember. terrible. That's that actually pretty bad because I enjoyed Creed 2. I don't remember. But, but that's what I'm saying. We love the Creed movies, but we've only ever seen them in the cinema. So it's yeah. not. we don't know them like we know the Rocky movies. I mean, I think we would have remembered if Rocky had died. Like, I definitely remember him at Adrian's grave. Yeah. Well, that was I in all. He might have died. And I think the fact that we've said we're like Rocky experts is really bad that we don't remember. <laughs> because why wasn't he in this movie? Actually because Sylvester Stallone did produce it and like was involved in it. <laughs> Taste Googling. Did Rocky die <laughs> in Creed 2? And if he did, we'd have been so upset and we'd have waxed lyrical about it on this very he podcast. He didn't die. He didn't die. He didn't die. That's why neither of us remember it. <laughs> I know Adrian died, obviously. He's just not in that. it. I'd say Sylvester Stallone's just like, listen... I can't be bothered. <laughs> I don't want to get buff again. <laughs> it's not like he's not working though. He shows up in like, everywhere all the time. He's doing a whole TV but series. But then maybe they were just like, look, this film needs to move beyond Rocky. Well, let's start. I actually think I think it was absolutely fine without him. Yeah. It I, it didn't it didn't. I don't think he really would have elevated anything. Yeah, but what, anything but what they should have done though is. Cameo, right? But at the moment when this is when I thought he was going to show up when um, Creed was looking across and I loved it when he looked across the ropes and saw his friend not as he is now but as a teenager and and then I thought he was going to see Rocky like come on you can do it the way Rocky used is to see Adrian that way you Adrian. thought Mickey was going to show yeah well that's when Rocky used to see Mickey so then I yeah, thought yeah. that I thought that was going to be the homage 
So um, Oh yeah, that might have worked. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. And I was like, I, right until the end, I was like, any minute now, I, I, Rocky's going to show up. <laughs> I like actually, at the very end, when it was just the three of them in the stadium, I was like, maybe it's it's, you've won a boxing Kathy, match. Do you and your family no, get to be the only people there at the end Kathy, of the ring? I figured it out. I, if we'd stayed for after the credits, <laughs> he would have come out into the ring and said, I'm putting a team together. <laughs> and then it would have been, it would have been Dame, it would have been Drago, um, so it would have been, and then it's the Expendables. When Drago came out, um, I was like, "Is this a human being or is it an actual house?" Because like he's just so big, he's just this huge animal. Um, right, we're home. Yeah, we're home. We better wrap this up. Uh, that was fun though. Thanks uh, for so listening, fun. guys. Let us know if you uh, watched Creed Three. Let's chat about it at the Cinemile on Twitter, Letterboxd, or email us thecinemile at gmail.com or Instagram. Now or what's Instagram. the Rocky, or Rocky So not the Gonna Fly Now music But what's the Rocky Victory music That's what we need to sing It goes of. Oh I don't know Thanks Okay bye Let go of whatever was And walk into what is I feel those chains are breaking Yeah I fear God I don't fear death I see those strings And take a step Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.